Travelers, I'm Josh. And I'm Kahi. And we're... The The Genshin Genshin Guys. Welcome all this podcast is for fans of Genshin Impact, the mobile game made by Hoyoverse, also known as MiHoYo. Here we talk about our opinions, experiences, and dreams about Genshin Impact. If you like our show, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the podcast. So before we get started, Kahi, how are you doing today? Tired. (laughs) Uh, Working a lot. Uh, Definitely, I am in very high demand lately, so it's actually nice, but I still get uh, no shortage of tasks when I'm at work. But also, I still have yet to finish certain anime season finales, and I keep hearing that um, the new, what is it, the new Gundam, The Witch of Mercury, had an incredibly awesome slash incredibly weird or mind-blowing episode ending, so I really have to watch that later on. Um, And the new anime season starts, so there's a lot of new shows to look forward to this month. But yeah, just a lot on my a lot of my plate i've also been dabbling a little bit with star citizen because of one youtube video that came out recently and it's actually a lot more fun than i thought it's just like open world space survival and it's a lot more tedious and complicated than i thought but somehow has a nice certain charm to it despite all the bugs but yeah just dabbling in everything and all the anime i can get my hands on but what about you josh how are you doing today nice nice um yeah, so for me, I'm just running around like crazy because, um, like I announced last podcast, I'm going to be moving to Vancouver pretty soon. So for those of you that don't know, we are doing a live stream announcement because I was able to get uh, my follower goal from you guys and also people on Twitch to join my Twitch stream. And uh, because of that, we're going to do a really, really cool in real life Genshin live stream where basically I'm going to be showing you all things that I got from Japan or just things that are related to Genshin that I have here in my apartment. And um so I've been running around like crazy trying to plan that, trying to plan my move to Vancouver soon. That live stream is going to be my last live stream from Japan. So for those of you that have been coming to my live stream, I've been live streaming recently, it's been really fun. Uh thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, that live stream, by the way, Asia time, it will be on Saturday, January 14th at 11 a.m. And Kahi, Hawaii time and Pacific time, what is it again? 4 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time and 6 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, perfect. So if you're able to come make it, come hang out with us. I know it's going to be tough for people over in Europe, but hey, if you're able to, feel free to come join us. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, But it'll be live streaming from my apartment. So. Thank you all, uh, and I hope you show up. So I've been working on that stuff, and uh, it's just been really hectic lately, but I really, really love doing work for this podcast. It's really, really fun. I've been able to learn a lot about how to put a podcast together. Like, this isn't my first podcast, but at the same time, it is my biggest passion project right now. Very grateful for everyone that is taking the time to listen. So thank you all. Um, You give me energy. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I've I've been tired as well. Fortunately, I have not been working because I quit my job. And uh, I just want to, as soon as I'm done with this move, want to focus on my content creation for a little bit. So that should be really fun. So that's how we've been. Let's start talking about today's topics. Let me introduce today's topics first. Our weeks in Genshin. Genshin News. Livestream 3.4 discussion. 
and community discussion question. Let's get started with our first topic, our weeks in Genshin. Okay, so Kahi, how has your week in Genshin Impact been? So I've been doing what I call in pyro prep. So I'm using the strong box to create a lot of the pyro artifacts, um, but I'm also still farming the one Inazuma artifact realm for emblems as well as the Shimanawa set because apparently um, Hu Tao and Wanderer and of course Yoimiya, they all do really well with that set. Um, and since I already have Hu Tao, I'm actually, <laughs> it's kind of ironic that I'm uh, reviving Hu Tao, so to speak. It's just funny because she kind of deals with the dead too. Um, because I haven't been using Hu Tao at all because her weapon I've been using on Zhongli, which is actually better on Zhongli, but I still need to have a good weapon for Hu Tao and I really don't have another good pull arm. Everyone else is taken. I wanted to give the one I got from, <laughs> the one I got from by accident, the, not the key of Kashnu, so this the other spear from Sumeru. It was supposed to be for um, Sino. I oh. forgot the name of it, but yeah. no one, I don't have a person that can use it right now. I mean, maybe Zhang Ling, but I don't really use Zhang Ling all that much. Wait, so. you have, so you have uh, Staff of Homa? Yes, but I have it on Zhang Li. Oh, Because, you know, HP, crit damage. Um, but because the new banner, which we're going to discuss a little bit, yeah, I'm going to be starting to outfit and revive Hu Tao and make some more pyro teams. I only have one team with pyro on it, and that's with d look because I have his claymore. Like, R3, his weapon. Wow, I don't even but, have it. Gosh dang it. Yeah, I mean, I got it early, and then I just didn't really have people that could use it. I mean, I had it on Beto for a while, but then I wanted to give her more energy recharge stuff, so I got her the, the one from Inazuma, the craftable. But yeah, I'm starting to focus on leveling weapons instead because I'm noticing, like I mentioned this a couple episodes ago already, it's an ongoing theme where I have a lot of characters, but I haven't actually built them up, you know, well, so I haven't really gotten the chance to see all their full potential in the past. I still have characters from like year one, of course you have like, um, Ding do, Jingzhou, do, you, do you have Eula? You, I have Eula, yeah, I have her weapon too, and I'm still, oh. she's actually you pretty have her good weapon? herself already. Do you but... have Song of Broken Pine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't I don't remember that. if I rolled for it specifically, but I just needed, back then I also just needed weapons, and I just, I got that one too. But yeah, um, focusing a lot on Pyro, because of course Day is coming, I mean she is the only character left that I'm waiting for from this whole Sumeru <laughs> adventure. That's right. And... I'm still curious if there's going to be at least one more character from Sumeru that they're going to release, maybe another four star, because, you know, we had no idea that, um, what's your name? Farozan? We not, I didn't have any idea that Farozan was coming. I don't think anyone leaked that. I didn't see any leaks for her until like very soon, right? close to when she was announced, which is why we're going to be talking about leaks too. So yeah, Pyro Prep, reviving Hu Tao, focusing on weapons. And just preparing for that one final summon before Fontaine. And Josh, how's your week in Genshin? You doing any prep? You doing any refinements? Yeah, so it's funny that you say reviving Hu Tao because I've also been doing that. <laughs> I've also been reviving Hu Tao. I don't know if it was because of... I think I mentioned this on stream, actually. It's not because of the, like, the fact that the banner's coming up. 
it's more along the lines of I sort of had the similar realization as you, where I have all the characters, but then when I go, try to go do Spiral Abyss, they're not good enough <laughs> because exactly yeah because exactly. they're they're not built up at all. Yes. So I have their general set like I have the general armor set that they should have on them according to you know their their uh, abilities and et cetera et cetera. But I don't have the substats properly farmed for i don't have in a lot of cases good weapons i also don't have good weapons like i just don't i can almost guarantee you everyone has this problem right but anyway i uh this week offline in genjin i went to a an event that they had that was only available for three days and one of the places that they had it it was only in a couple of cities and one of the places they had it was in shibuya in tokyo and so i was fortunate enough to be able to go there and it was a live event in person where you go wait in line and get these like stamp cards and then after i get the stamp cards i there's a big backdrop of sumeru and all the sumeru characters and then i write on a little piece of paper a little postcard that they give you my wish for 2023 and then i drop it in a giant klee themed post box and I have pictures of it. I actually showed it on stream the other day. But uh, I went there and submitted my thing. And they gave me a little postcard in return. And it was like hashtag wishes from Tevat. So if you check hashtag wishes from Tevat, you'll see a bunch of people posting the same thing. But it was really fun. What else have I been doing? I've been trying to farm Gilded Dreams, a good Gilded Dream set for Alhaitham, hopefully. Or for just in general, because I, I need a good one that uses Elemental Mastery. Yeah, I'm I'm also looking forward to when I when I eventually move that I don't have to worry about other stuff going on around me and my in my real life stuff. So I can just sit down and, and enjoy and try to finish as much content as I can. Plus I have to work on my US account. Woo! Okay. <laughs> not not super looking forward to it. Oh, I forgot to mention this in my this week thing. Uh I actually have been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses because I'm excited for Fire Emblem Engage that's coming out. So I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem Three Houses, Fire Emblem uh, because it's actually my first time playing through it. And then um, I played a little bit of on, on stream, so some of you came and watched. Thank you so much. And I am going to play the sequel, and then I'm going to play Engage. They're not really connected, but I, I was, I've was i been doing that a lot, and that's taken a little bit out of my Genshin time, but I'm, I'm always making sure I make time for dailies and um, doing a quest or two during the day. So You know yeah. I've never played a Fire Emblem game except for Heroes. Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's sad. I really should have played more Fire Emblem over the years, but I just, I never got around to it. It just wasn't on my radar at all. I just kept hearing about it. You also I mean, don't have a console. Was, no. I mean, but the thing is, the first time I was exposed to Fire Emblem characters was obviously Smash Brothers Melee. Ah, uh, right, yeah, but same. I didn't realize exactly where they're from, but that's like my first introduction. And I thought, you know what, I might I might look into it. I just, and, But I just never did for like ten, over a decade. <laughs> Well, I, it's. I'm gonna tell you right now. This game has been uh, out for a couple of years already, and I had it, but I never started it. It was so hard for me to start it because I've never finished a Fire Emblem game because there it's like controlling a small army, and sometimes I would just lose interest or I would have other things to do before I could actually finish the game. But now that I'm rushing the game, like I'm actually playing it every day, trying to make sure I get through the story. It's really fun, and the characters just before you know it. 
at the beginning it's like oh there's so many characters and then before you know it you just you know all the characters you know them you spent time with them they all have their little cutscenes where they interact with each other and all this stuff and it's really fun so it also actually reminds me that I want to see more interactions between characters in Genshin like I would love to have two of the same character like you know how you know how you build up support uh friendship with characters like I th- yeah I was going to ask yeah. does that fire emblem have like a don't they have like a romance system so they have a romance like a they have a system. romance system but it's a okay. it's it's a, actually it's actually a friendship system and they oh, um, the closer it. that they they fight well because okay. because most of them don't end in romance like like 99% of them don't mm. end in romance it's it's only like romancing okay, the okay. main character or romancing in the some of the other games you could romance the characters together but i think in this game you can't do that so uh, it's, I know there are some that could. Yeah, so it's really interesting. But I think Genshin would... It would be really cool if Genshin had something like where you have two characters in the same party and you do domains with them. That instead of your friendship level with them, it's their friendship level with each other and you can unlock cutscenes and stories based off of that. Like, that would be next level. I feel like eventually yeah, they would do this, but... Yeah. yeah, if they ever bring back the Hangouts, I'm sure they could evolve it like that. Like, not just be like, dialogue clicking all the time they can actually form a better story and like unlock certain things they they can be a lot more dynamic with that kind of thing but they haven't had hangouts in a while because they got enough feedback where not too many people did them so i'm pretty sure that's why we haven't had any new ones since like the beginning of inazuma yeah okay let's do it let's do it next episode hangout kahi let's do a hangout let's do a hangout discussion and uh, try to get more people to play Hangouts and talk about Hangouts because they are lower and they're interesting. <laughs> I just wish, uh, I just wish there was, I wish they were more front and center in the story in the in the game's interface because you have to click through a bunch of things just to get to them, and I think that that part makes it harder already by itself. If they were always in the events tab or something, that would be a whole different thing. But anyway, I think mm-hmm. it's it's cool content and it's story content, and you know we love story here on Genshin Guys Podcast, so let's uh, let's do some of that. Okay, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> we talked about this before, but yeah, let's actually do it. So, uh, great. So our weeks in Genshin, lots of stuff going on. There is so much stuff coming. We saw the live stream, which talked about the Chinese New Year, et cetera, et cetera, and we will talk about that in a moment. But first, I want to quickly go over the news that we've had for the past week. So let's talk about Genshin news. Okay, so live stream aside, what do we have here? We have Toma's birthday was January 9th, right? And I say was, but many of you, if you're listening to this on day of release, it's going to be January 9th. So Toma's birthday, January 9th. Happy birthday. And on Genshin's Twitter, they had an account security post. Did you see that? Yes, and yeah. they posted it in every official channel. So you really, basically, do not give your personal information at all, ever. Just, just we could boil down all these, like you know, other ways that you can, you know, per, like prevent, you know, misuse and handling of your information. Just, we just it just boils down and condenses to just don't. Yeah, it, 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 it there was in on the on the uh, on the notification. They basically said, "Hey, don't use third-party plugins. Don't use. Don't give anybody your password and account information. Don't uh, always check the 
link that you're clicking if it's something that says it's for Genshin that it's logging in or something like that make sure that the website is official so and they they list it like hoyoverse.com or you know Genshin whatever whatever they 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 listed it I'm not looking at it right now but they say it on there uh basically if you care about your account the time you spent the money you spent into it do not share your information with shady sites with anything promising anything I would even recommend not sharing it with friends or you know what you, who you think are friends and definitely not to people you met online because people people take these accounts and they sell them and they're and you lose everything your work and your money and it's really terrible so I don't wish this on anyone there have been a couple of times where I have been tempted to think about doing some kind of cool thing where you log in and it tells you how many roles it took you to get each character and all this stuff but I definitely decided against it because it's just too risky. Like, I don't know what I would do if I lost my account. Like, that would be terrible. I'm actually paranoid of that. So I really, really hope they add in extra security measures in the future, which I think they are looking into. But for the meantime, you are in ultimate control of your account in the sense that you, if you don't give your information to anybody, nobody can get your information. So I think hacking is less of a problem. It's more of... um people giving out their information to the wrong places and then those places using the information to their advantage. So just be careful. I think it's definitely some no something nobody wants and Hoyoverse is aware and you should be too. So it's only so much they can do, right? Okay, so other things. They posted an endless adventure in Tevat retrospective preview. There's going to be a video coming out soon that it looks like it's going to be very well put together. I, I, just from the kind of video, from the little preview that they had, it looks like they have footage of events and things, cosplayers, etc. And it looks like a really fun video to kind of reflect on the year or maybe just Genshin up until now. And that's always fun because as a an early player, I really love looking back and seeing how far we've come and how much we've evolved. I know there's a lot of people that complain about stuff here and there, et cetera, et cetera, but the game has gotten better. The company cares about the fans so much from just my experience, and I really enjoy looking at how far we've come. So we have that. We have the Leyline Overflow from January 9th to January 16th. Prepare you before the new patch drops. So make sure you get in your ley lines if you don't know how to spend your resin. If you just go do three, up to three ley lines and get double rewards. So always good. And the Lantern Right Stop Motion Animation Joyous Festivities. It's in the 2D stop motion style that the um, that the Lantern Right event is going to be in, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a second. But it's a fun little animation featuring the new character, four-star character Yao Yao, and the Chinese New Year, and the Genshin's in-game version of Chinese New Year, which is the Lantern Rite Festival. So really, really cute animation. Definitely check it out if you have some time. Okay, so that's Genshin news. Next, we're going to talk about live stream 3.4, patch 3.4 reactions. So let's get started then. Osmanthus wine tastes the same as I remember. 
First thing I want to talk about is the banner. Banner 1, okay? Character banner. Al Haitham and Yao Yao and Shao. Okay? So, I mean, Al Haitham, Yao, Al Haitham and Shao, and then Yao Yao is a featured four star character, right? And then the second banner is Hu Tao and Yelan. And the second half of patch 3.4. And of course, these, as even though they weren't completely shown yet, most likely the weapon banners for these times will also be Al Haitham and Shao's weapons featured and Hu Tao and Yelan's weapons featured. So, Kahi, what do you think of these banners, just looking at them? Al Haitham and Zhao being on the same banner actually does make sense because a lot of their attacks, you know, have like green energy infused into the normal attacks. Um, Yelan and Hu Tao, you know, obviously from the same region, so it makes sense. But you know, they have more high pyro and hydro. <laughs> You're like, it makes sense, like aesthetically. Aesthetics. I'm thinking purely aesthetics. I'm like, because you know, when they release banners, is like you look at these people and wonder. Do they match? Do, do Would they roll in the same crew? Will they be in the same group? Have they met? <laughs> I don't wonder Does that. Does it make sense that you have this character? I don't wonder that, but I know you, well, I know you wonder that. Well, so. did you ever... Well, because here's the thing. Do you ever wonder like how they pick the four-star characters to go along with the other ones? Oh, I like, thought they just based it, off their abilities. Like, like I mean, Raiden, like Raiden always has Sarah mm-hmm. on her four, as a four-star feature every time there's a Raiden banner. Every time. Oh, is that true? I didn't notice. Yeah, because because Sarah is basically built for Raiden, so like she buffs electro damage. So I mean, they're all, like she's that. also kind of like her biggest fan. Yeah, and I'm curious. <laughs> and I'm curious. I bet going forward, Farizan will always be with Skarmouche. That that's what I feel like will happen if he ever comes back. Yeah. I feel like Skarmouche. If he ever, he'll, like he'll definitely come back. <laughs> Ooh, here's the thing. I hope. His banner is going to be like Hu Tao. It, like, it never shows up for the longest time until like, maybe he comes back in the story. Oh I feel gosh. like it would be more poetic that way. I mean, yes, but he also has like the most, the highest grossing banner money-wise, I think. So he... Wait, are you sure? I think so. I thought it was Nahida. No, I think... I, think, I don't know. He, he, either way, he's top three, right? So he, he's up there, and also he's super good for like getting around... The, getting around overworld map and etc mm-hmm. et so i think it would be sad for the people that don't have him who want him if he didn't come back for a long time but hey i have him so it might be kind of cool to be like going over to people's games and flying around hey check this out <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> you know that's that's why i'm curious about who tells banner because she has not had this is her first rerun so i'm really curious about how her sales are going to be oh yeah we'll see Probably, probably a lot. She's been out. She has probably. been here for a long time, and many people have just been waiting. I bet. I feel like she's been using a lot of you know promos and a lot of advertisements, and just been throughout. You know, anytime Leo is involved, she's kind of in the background doing something, or she's mentioned. So she's still prominent. She's still involved in the story and you know advertising campaigns and whatnot. So. Yeah, I'm curious about who's going to rake in more, Al Haitham or Hu Tao and Yalan, because Hu Tao and Yalan are actually really high top tier characters. Yeah. Al Haitham and Zhao are kind of like, what is, it, what is that term? Like selfish DPS? Yeah, hyper carry. Yeah, hyper carry. Yeah, and their weapons, though, right? If you think about their weapons, 
Staff of Homa and Yelan's bow. Yep. Pol, uh, blah, 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 what the, In what the same that, banner. What's it called? The the simulac, aqua simulac, simulacra? <laughs> aqua simulacra. Simulacra? Yeah. Sim, I think simu. Simu. Simulacra. Okay. So those two weapons are really good uh, for uh, yes. multiple characters. And Alhaitham and Shao. I mean, Shao's weapon. If Shao's weapon is featured, it's kind of whatever because his is already one of the standard banner weapons. The primordial jade wing spear so oh it's a standard now yeah i mean it's been standard for a long time so oh yeah i didn't know that i accidentally got it multiple times um but i'm actually glad i am i'm glad yao yao is coming out as one of the selectable characters for the lantern right but we're going to be talking about that pretty soon because um, we still got some stuff in sumeru that is going to be told as far as stories and quests um so there will be, of course, a story quest for Alhaitham, who is now confirmed to be the acting Grand Sage, which they actually talked about that at the end of the last Archon quest because they're kind of looking for a new replacement, and Alhaitham was kind of considered. He was, I think it was nominated, and there's like two others. Remember, there's still two other like council members that weren't evil, but they just they were just kind of like put into jail or something they're just off to the side and i'm shocked they didn't pick one of them but maybe they are going to be involved in his story maybe they're going to have some kind of trial or some kind of event where we figure out who's going to become the permanent acting grand sage i just remember something remember how you were talking about what other four star and sumer there is mm-hmm. kave <laughs> oh duh yeah <laughs> I completely forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he's got to be coming soon. Yeah, so maybe... Oh, man. And Deus yeah. Pyro, so he, no, that would make sense. Hmm, okay, curious. We'll see. Remember a long time ago I had that uh, that theory about Deus' weapon? No, what you was remember it? that? My theory was when, when she sold her weapon, that was shortly after Dory appeared. And so my theory was Dory has her weapon. Oh, my gosh. Because she sold it, right? She sold the weapon to, like, you know, help to help her friend. And then, right. know, who who deals with, like, all these rare goods in Sumeru? Dory. And she uses a great sword, too. Can you imagine? That would be freaking hilarious. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that would be a really funny random story thing, for sure. Well, I'm, man, I'm curious. Okay, um, well, we'll talk about Dia in a second. But, uh, but yeah, so... So we have the banners coming out, those two banners. We have Alhaitham's new weapon called the Light of Foliar Incision. The Light of Foliar Incision. And kind of looks Al-Hytham's, like a scissors, doesn't it? Right? It does, it does kind of look like a sort of, okay. <laughs> it's a sword, so I don't know. It's half of a scissors. <laughs> half of a pair of scissors. Um, the kill a kill. So we have his, oh man, kill a kill, yeah. So we have uh, Alhaitham's story quest, right, as the acting grand sage, like you were mentioning. And then we have the new area. Of Desert of Hadramaveth, and it's, I, I think there's going to be an interlude quest, right? Do you think Alhaitham's story is what goes there? I feel like maybe it'll be an interlude quest. Um, well, because like if he's the from, Grand Sage, yeah, he has to be like in Sumeru most of the time. I don't know if he's going to go out there. If any, if anyone's going to be out here in the middle of the desert, it's most likely going to be Sino or Candice. I hope they show up again, but I don't know because we're also going to be running into another old character old character jet jet and ben ben 
You did the quest, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. They confirmed in the live stream that the new area does have a continuation of the Golden Slumber quest, and Jet and Ben Ben are coming back, like you said. And we also have a new boss, the Satek Wenat, which is this flying and also burying in the sand animo worm. And I remember watching one of the, I think it was a Gacha Gamer YouTube video where he said if the Golden Wolf Lords and the the, the robot from the Chasm like had a baby, <laughs> it'd be like this Pretty because much. they just fly up in the air and then it goes underground. And it's like, and it uses animo. It's like, ah, uh, so, so this boss. And they reskin all the time, but it's good reskins. At least it's, unique design but as far as like movement and motion it's pretty much much you know what it is yeah and to be honest it doesn't look fun to fight but we'll we'll see (laughs) we'll see how it goes i i I would love more enemies that are fun to fight you know oh speaking of enemies that's fun to fight oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, there we go we have new enemies that look fun to fight the eremite scorching lower master the eremite floral ring dancer who everyone saw was like ooh, and then consecrated beast which is the fire bird looking thing so we have those new enemies to look forward to in the new area, so that should make the game feel a little bit more fresh even in those areas. And, um, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll see them uh, all over the place. But we also can have... I just say that the oh, scorching... Yeah. Can I just say the scorching lore master looks like a playable character? That design is too good. Yeah, I, I really that's, like that's the Aramite character unique. designs. They are, they are amazing. I'm, I'm almost, like, sad. That they're not playable characters. Even like Jet and like Jet and the Dad, they look like playable characters. They're just, uh-huh. I know they're the same as all the other NPCs, but that, that are being put up. But like, they're like, they're getting to the level like Abyss Mage and all those other, you know, Fontaine, Fontaine guys. But they're, you take the eye, ma- the eye mask off, you give them the like cool looking eyes. Yeah, that's like a five star character immediately. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? But but I will but say, I, I am I am all for the enemies becoming more and more interesting too, <laughs> because you know, yeah, of course, our main characters are gonna stick out like sore thumbs against the rest of the world. But we also have uh, cool looking enemies. Then it really makes you uh, feel like you're fighting cool enemies, <laughs> and you live in a cool world instead of just fighting these these an actual good battle. You know, <laughs> what what do they say? I or another test subject like those guys. Another like, test always subject. them. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, speaking of fun fights and fun events, uh, we have some new events going on back in over in Liyue. And what events are those, Kahi? Um, yeah, we got the Lantern right going on, which is a puzzle-solving 2D game, which looks amazing, because I'm pretty sure there was an app, like a really f- famous like uh, game in the App Store for iOS, that had the same kind of thing, where you have like a repeating um, animation, but you just like move the segments to another one to, com- to create like a new string of animations to get to like another goal, which I like. I like, I like how that's a mini-game in this game now. Uh, the Fortuitous Invitation which allows you to complete an event to earn points to then spend those points and choose a free five star and it's pretty much all the four stars from leeway you mean four star um, four yeah four star did i say five star yeah you said five star and then you said four star <laughs> oh so oh that'd be awesome but yeah four star oh my god free I okay mean, wait wait, wait. Technically... if you could get a free five star from leeway who would you get yes well technically 
Ning Wong is was supposed to be a five star. <laughs> I feel because she's Feelings. just yeah. a little too good for a four star. But if I get a free five star from Liyue mm, Ganyu, because I don't have Ganyu, mm-hmm. would be awesome. Oh, you don't have Ganyu? I see. No, I don't have Ganyu. Mm, I have. Like, do I, I have, have any other? I have all the. I have all the characters, but if I had to get like another constellation for another character from Liyue, I'd probably I don't know I'm not looking at any of them just off of who I like character wise I'd probably get another Yanlan <laughs> to be honest, but um probably but yeah, yeah. Ganyu's she cool. has strong constellations Ganyu's a good pick though oh you know what Shunha oh Shunha is one of my favorites okay maybe I would get another Shunha oh yeah all right and as uh, as far as like other fun stuff that is coming from around the lantern right we have the second blooming fighting event which will give you a free costume for lisa which is green and is themed after the scholars of sumeru um which it looks fantastic by the way and then you have the uh warrior spirit events with which is traveler only and you cannot use any of your abilities but instead you have to focus on timing your normal attacks and parries yeah, I'm excited so for this. So this is very familiar. I like this event. I really like counter play, like, you know, parrying abilities. I like things where you just, you just, you don't have to worry about damage mitigation. You're just actively, like, pushing the attack away. I like, said, I like combat Said, like, said like the bay domain. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, we also had the, another Arataki Ito themed or inspired event now this one is actually really fun looking oh, what it's is it what is it called Kahi? simple the almighty arataki extraordinary and exhilarating extreme beetle brawl yeah i just wanted to hear you say the almighty arataki lot. extraordinary and exhilarating extreme beetle brawl <laughs> <laughs> i thought there was a hidden acronym in that but it's, no it's just aib aib <laughs> you know usually like when you have a really long name it's 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 usually because all those words haven't like build an acronym and the acronym is yeah. the pun. But that's why so. it's so funny because it's not like that. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of really long yeah. words. You know what has like a really long name? You know that uh that that ancient construct boss uh, that popped up in that was one of the first bosses in the in the desert. It was uh was it Asimon? Oh, the, a, the it was the like triangle? an autonomous something. Yeah, 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 there, yeah. There was a. Uh, mm. It was actually an acronym, right? I know it's not this, but it was around the time when uh, this popular streamer Asmongold was like was kind of like looking at as looking at Genshin Impact because you know his nickname is Asmon, so they named a boss Asimon. And and, and Asimon, like, hey, Asmon, Asmon, look, they named the boss after you. <laughs> And as by the way, yeah. Asimon stands for Algorithm of Semi Intransient Matrix of, Over- of Overseer Network. They were really trying their best to make it sound like something else. There's it just shows no you they they, they can do it if they want. If they wanted to make an acronym out of this really long name, they could do it, but they didn't on purpose because I think Arataki Ito is just like that. He would make a really long name for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny because, you know, anime from Japan is known for their ridiculously long title names. Okay, so we have those events. And then what else? I believe we also have a new TCG game mode and card and character cards. We have Beidou. 
And Klee. <laughs> We're Beto. Uh, fun little fact for those of you. I know. Fun little fact for those of you who are listening in, the reason why I said it like that. So we have this shared document, and we were editing it at the same time. And I noticed Josh was typing in Beto. And I just went, and as we were both in the same document, I just highlighted and just made it bold and made the characters huge. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny, because I was like, oh my that's, god, that's this hilarious. only thought he would do this. <laughs> like, what? Why is this document being all weird? Why? Is this an error? Is this a weird glitch? No. But speaking of this, I need to see game mode. Uh, basically, it's a casual game mode. You skip the die rolling phase, and you get mm-hmm. eight, you omni bite, eight omni dice. Yeah, so you can, you can play whatever you want. So basically, it becomes a card game based on your actual cards, and you don't ever have to elemental tune, which means you can just play cards based off of uh, their effects. And that's the main strategy. So you're skipping one one layer of the game. Of course, this makes some decks more... Con- this makes basically all decks more consistent, which is really... Overpowered. Yeah, which is basically going to be really overpowered. So you're going to probably see two-turn to three-turn wins uh, in some kinds of decks, I think. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And plus, we're going to be including Beto and Klee in there and whatever other cards come. Uh, they're also... Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, they posted a developer interview on Twitter about TCG. And they talked about how every major update should have new cards. And hopefully, there will be more and more different kinds of gameplay mechanics coming down in the future. And they're going to try to really focus on the PvE aspect to making fighting the computers in the game really fun. So I'm I'm really looking forward to those. But this is one, you know, new PvP mode. Uh, I think maybe they'll have PvE also, like where you play against the computer, but you can also play this against other people, which which should be pretty fun. And it's less stress for people who don't want to worry about the second layer, this the dice rolling element and how which cards they can and can't use. They'll just know exactly how many they have every turn, and you can plan your strategy around that. So it's going to be a fun casual mode, I, ho- I hope. So I'm also curious to see what people think about it once it's out. What continues to impress me about this is that somehow, some way, Oilverse is figuring out how to make new characters with new abilities, more unique abilities, well, mostly, but then still somehow find a way to also make their cards act and behave just like the character. So but also in the context of having a game for, like, card game mechanics and simplifying it down to like smaller numbers but still having similar effects and making it feel like the same character i mean that's just a lot to balance and just from a design perspective it's almost a nightmare because of how often that they come out with these things and how often they're on an update schedule with it's it's, it's a seasonal game yeah but i mean you know, they, have, they have they they have separate teams for all this stuff so i'm not really concerned right about but it. it's still huge yeah i mean it's huge. huge this game is huge <laughs> this game is gigantic so, There's games in the game. Yeah, this is game and a game and a game. And uh, speaking of a game and a game and a game, there's a new Ayaka outfit <laughs> as well. <laughs> what a segue. And uh, it's a paid outfit, so you have to pay. It's not like the Lisa outfit uh, where you can hey. you can do the event, but you have to pay for the outfit uh, with real money or with the uh, the blue things. I forgot what they're called, but those 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 currencies. And... As always with the other outfits as well, you get a discount at the beginning. So if you are going to buy it, I definitely recommend buying it at the beginning because I think it's 15% off. So definitely worth it if you're into the outfit, if you're an Ayaka player who wants the outfit. 
it's not confirmed whether the outfit is five star or four star yet so we don't know if it's gonna actually change any of the animation or the add any voice lines so that's that's just one thing uh that might change your mind if you maybe are on the fence but anyway new ayaka outfit and then new lisa outfit as well very exciting it, ayaka outfit is also the first outfit for a character outside of the starting roster the ayaka outfit do you think this has a Fontaine theme or a Sumeru theme? It's a good question. Well, Ayaka's outfit is called Spring Bloom Missive. And it says Missive. it's her travel outfit based on Fontaine. <laughs> so there we go, boom. It, in, the, in the description... It's the meaning of Missive. In the description it says, Ayaka's travel outfit. Its design is based on the Fontaine dresses depicted in light novel illustrations and seems to reflect the lifestyle of proper ladies who live in that nation. There you go. I feel like, yeah, I was wondering why missive sounds familiar because I don't often hear it, but I know missive is used usually in the context of you know, long distance travel or sending things to some, something far away. Missive is a letter, especially a long or official one. So, yeah, maybe she is going on some kind of journey, maybe some kind of mission. Or maybe Perhaps. you run into her Feminism. on your way to Fontaine on her way back from Fontaine because you had to do some diplomat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, traveler. Oh, funny running into you. Yeah. I, I had no idea you were going to Fontaine as well. Yeah, except she yeah, knows. You, <laughs> yeah, she knows her and her information network. I had no idea. I, I just so happened to be dressed exactly for this. Why not travel together? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, so we'll see what the... I'm really curious to see what the story is too. Right, and that is, it's pretty much all the big highlights from the 3.4 uh, reveal and announcements. Uh, so, Josh, would you like to talk about our next big topic? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so, mm -hmm. what are One you, thing? yeah, what are you most looking forward to from this update, Kahi? Yow, yow. Yow, yow. Yow, yow Basically, looks so like, fun. I'm so hyped for her. Okay. I love her uh, her attack animation. <laughs> it's so trolly. Right? It's so trolly. Like, you have, like, this little rabbit that fires at you. Dendro. For, remember, this is a Dendro application. So any enemy, any, like, element you're using instantly gets, like, the Dendro buff. Nahida is, like, the best, you know, Dendro applicator, obviously. And she, you know, she buffs all kinds of reactions with it. But the fact that it's, like, a turret and her burst summons more turrets... <laughs> And she can just, just run around while it's doing hilarious. it. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the perfect partner for Klee. Yeah. I'm 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 really curious to see what her constellations are like. Like, because I think you can only have up to three Fire of the faster. rabbits out at once. But I don't know if that's before the constellations. Like maybe you can have more. Or yeah, maybe there's like a faster fire rate. Maybe there's something something else like cooldowns, something, something. Maybe you can have two out normally without your burst. I don't know, who knows? We'll see. I'm really curious about that. But Yao Yao looks super fun. And I remember people were saying before, because she was shown way back in 2020 <laughs> in like a picture on the uh, mm -hmm. Japanese Genshin yep. Twitter. Like and once. so many people thought she would be a Dendro healer, but she's not a healer. So, or she is a healer, actually. She's also a healer. Yes, but uses a polearm. Right. But she also is like a half healer, half damage dealer. So, um, but now that we have her as a Dendro healer, I'm really excited because in bloom teams i don't have to use cocoa me anymore 
I can use uh, <laughs> I can use uh, Nilu and then three Dendros. Like I can use Yao Yao, Alhaitham, and Nahida, and then just uh, Nilu or something like that. So I'm I'm really curious to see how it goes. Uh, but I'm 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 I think it gives us some more freedom to experiment with. For specifically for what I'm thinking about is Nilu because I've been using her and leveling her. How I can, what kind of teams I can make within this like restriction within this restriction of Dendro Hydro only teams to take advantage of Nila's passive. So now that we have a Dendro healer and a Dendro main DPS, I can now make way different teams than I could make before this patch. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but I guess for me, the number one thing I'm excited for is... <laughs> Is the almighty Arataki Extraordinary and Exhilarating Extreme Breedle Brawl. <laughs> the, <laughs> the game looks really fun. Like It looks like something I would just play on my phone for fun on the side. But of it's course, like a one-handed game too. Yeah, you it's just like tap, tap, you tap. just tap and back and forth and it's about managing your stamina and, and the timing. Like It's a fighting game, but with these beetles and it's super simple. So I'm really excited to see how it goes. I really hope you can play against other people for fun. And I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Otherwise, as far as permanent content, I'm looking forward to Alhaitham because he's so cool. And ever since the beginning of Sumeru, I thought he would be one of the characters I like the most. And now that I know a little bit more about his playstyle, it looks really fun to play as him. It's not, not super new. It's basically Dendro Kaching, but still cool. <laughs> so very, very cool. He still looks cool. Yeah, he's cool. I will admit Okay, so let's move on to our last section of today's podcast, which is the community question discussion. And last week, we asked you a community question, and you gave us some answers. So, Kahi, if you would please take it away. So the question we answered last week that me and Josh answered last week, well, but wanted to hear your thoughts. Question is, if you did, what did you name your Wanderer and why? Um, now, this doesn't mean that you have to have actually pulled the Wanderer, like, you know, acquired him on your team because in the story you are able to name him before he leaves it was at the very end so from our first comments we have user name maud um they named him scara because whenever i'm talking about him i call him that yeah that makes sense you can't call him scaramouche you can't call him wanderer so scara yeah i still call him that too (laughs) easy nickname uh next up from Pimzo Balto. What's up, Pimzo? I name him Pims. <laughs> Self-insert. Yes, I named him Pims because that is the name of my oldest cat. Oh, oh that's where Pimzo Balto came from. Okay, interesting, Pimzo. That is also why I am named Pimzo Balto. Balto comes from my youngest cat, Balthazar. Wow. Wow, Balthazar is such on. a cool name. <laughs> Pimzo, the, such an awesome the lore name. behind Pimzo Balto. Next up, we have Sasuma. I named my wonder Lil Pooch. <laughs> I needed a name that put him below a dog, and it also kind of sounds like Scaramouche. Lil Pooch. Yeah, I can kind of hear it. If you imagine hard enough, yes. Lil Pooch, Lil Pooch, do you do the Fandango? Oh, you're going to love the other answers I found. I'm going to love him, though. That's what Sasuma says. Awesome. Next, we have Wiliest. I named him. Scaramouche, but with the Russian keyboard. With the, the, with the A, a form, from the, the Russian, a keyboard. From Russian keyboard. Oh, so you got clever and got 
to keep the name Scaramouche interesting. Oh, that's why, because you can't name him Scaramouche, right? Mm-hmm. So you just use the Russian keyboard. Yes. I see. I see your game here, Wileyus. <laughs> Next up, we have Primo Gem is God. Awesome username. I named him Scarababe, because why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Simple, <laughs> short, to the point. Next up, we have Lifeless, Venti2, because he's basically just Venti, but weaker, and also not that good crowd control. True. But, um... Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, makes 22. sense. 22. But just weaker. I wanna know, I don't know about weaker... I can kind of see it, but, I mean, because he's not an Archon, but he's very close. He almost became one. Um, yeah. But not good crowd control. Yes, I agree. He doesn't have to have good crowd control. I think if he... If Scottamush had crowd control, I think he'd be way too powerful. Because if his charge yeah, attack... Yeah, it's kind of like Shao, right? Like, Shao yeah. also doesn't have crowd control because no. he's a main DPS hyper carry. I mean, why why have crowd control when there's no crowd, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh... Forget crowd control when you've got kill control. <laughs> uh, you don't need... What is it? You don't need stealth if everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, next up, we have user Ariris. Ariris? Hmm. Scara, because it just felt right. Yep, good nickname. Uh, next up, we have username Angel. We have Flakaravagas. It's the word for wanderer in Icelandic and Latin connected. Interesting. So Flakaravagas. Nice. That's I love. I love the originality of that. Like Flakaravagas. <laughs> That's so cool. Because what's nice is that you can you combine languages too, and it still sounds cool. Right. It's so cool. Ooh, so this is funny. So we have, that was you from the user Angel, and then the next user is Archangel. Hey, what do you know? Maybe there's a connection. Wow. <laughs> yeah, nice. Archangel said, I named mine Rhapsody. Oh my God, here we go. Here we go. Because he's just a poor boy, <laughs> and nobody loves and him. nobody loves him. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for that, Archangel. Finally, someone, someone leans into the meme. Okay, uh, next up, we have Lex Luthor. Considering that his whole character is a personification of Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> I named him Freddy. Oh my god, yes! That's so good. <laughs> Freddy Mercury was too many characters long. I mean, either Freddy or Mercury. I think Freddy just has a com- such a comical tone to it. Naming such a serious god, or like an ex-god, Freddy. Fred. <laughs> They call hey, um, me Fred. You remember? Did you ever watch um, Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. They call course. me Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he was supposed to actually. The actor forgot the line. He forgot his name, so he just came up with Tim, and they just kept it. That's amazing. That's awesome. I mean, half the movie was ad libbed. So. Oh, obviously, yes. Um. Next up, uh, we have Candace Rebecca. I am planning to name him Figaro. <laughs> Figaro. Yes. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, I love this community. Figaro. Uh, it's a fit with Bohemian Rhapsody theme. I was also considering Galileo, but thought Figaro was a more unusual name. I think Galileo would have been also, I think, better, but Figaro also sounds I more unusual. I think they're unusual. both good. Yeah, no, they're, they're yeah. both good. I like Figaro. I like it. Figaro, 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 Figaro. That's good. Especially when you spam his attacks. 
Um, yeah, exactly. Next, uh, Crispy Carly. I just call him Scarl since everyone on Tumblr calls him that as a nickname. Is everyone coming from Tumblr? Because everyone just gives him that Scarl nickname. I guess so. No, I mean, just think Scarra, Scarra, like, I still call him Scar too. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you remember, remember, we had two years to call him Scarmoosh. <laughs> Pretty much. And Scarra is shorter. <laughs> and now, even though we have the character and we chose a name, I literally never use that name. Because you can't go up to someone who doesn't know the name of your wanderer and say your name, right? Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Like... I'm going to go, hey, yeah, I was using Freddy the other day. Like, <laughs> what? Who, well, who's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I named my wanderer. Like, no, one, no one's going to have that conversation. Yeah. So, you know, of course, you name it for your own entertainment. Mm-hmm. But when you refer to him as to anybody else, you say wanderer or you say Skara or Scaramouche. Like, that's the only things it can be, right? Yeah. So, it just, it's so funny. Because I love that people just name him Scar because, yeah, well, that's what I call him. So <laughs> It makes sense. Yep. It makes not, sense to it's me. It's not Scaramouche. And it's reminiscent of his old mm-hmm. name. I name him Karasu instead of Skara. <laughs> right. Uh, and lastly, we have Steph Nuts. I chose Ao. A-O. Ao. Which means blue in Japanese. Simple. I like it. Ooh, these are some nice, very unique, very original, very, you know, yeah, very good names to be, to be remembered by. So, and for our new question, what are you most excited for in the upcoming 3.4 patch? Because um, I feel like we don't, we may sometimes ask like a lot of hard questions, but we also want to make sure that everyone has a chance to respond as well. Feel free to leave your thoughts um, too, but we just want to know like what's your, what you're most excited for, your thoughts on this patch, the next patch, anything going forward. Great. So, everybody, thank you so much. That wraps up the show for today. Thanks for listening, as always. And if you have the time, please leave us a comment and a review. We'd really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter, once again, at Genshin Guys Pod. And my Twitter is at JSide Gaming. Kahi's is at Kahiao, K H I Y A O. And follow me on twitch.tv slash JSide as well. And uh, as always, uh, Josh, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, the last thing is the live stream. Don't forget, it's going to be this week, uh, Pacific time, around 6 p.m., I believe, on Friday the 13th. Um, it'll be Saturday the 14th for Asia, so around 11 a.m. So if you are available, please, please feel free to come and join and hang out with us as I show you some cool things i got that are genshin related from japan as well as uh we're gonna play some fun games like riddles and who's the guest the voice actor and all this stuff on stream we also have extra surprise i have an extra surprise for you at the end of the stream so feel free to come hang out with us it'd be really cool let your friends know for those who are interested in genshin watch it together it'll be a really fun time uh we're gonna be interacting with the community live so and we're gonna do a community discussion question live as well so if you'd like to join us then Come and hang out. Thank you, everybody. As always, Ad Astro Abyssosk. Hoshito Shien o Mezase. Enjoy. <laughs>